What's up, guys? Before we enter this new episode of the Foresight Podcast, I wanted to let you know about this new restaurant called Katana. It's located at 166 Pomeranic Avenue in White Plains, New York. And let me just tell you off the bat, it is pretty damn good. I've been there on a few occasions, along with my friends and my girl, and we've enjoyed it each time. Not only is it a very great environment there, they have a great menu ranging from great drinks to tacos, empanadas, and quesadillas. And it's something that you cannot take for granted. Let's face it, this is the springtime, summer around the corner and we're all looking for places to go to to hang out with our friends and family along with celebrating more life and great times so if you're looking for that kind of spot you need to come on down to katana at 166 pomeranic avenue enjoy yourself enjoy the menu and that's simply that let's enjoy this new episode bring of the, the beat down a little bit to bring me in let's go uh, uh, uh. all right all right Turn me up a little bit more in the headphones. MTA. Yeah. I got him like, he ain't leave college for this. One, two. Impact the scholars with this. A scholarship can never be. episode of the Foresight Podcast. It's your boy Arden talking to you. Coming to you live from. Koi Creative Space, it's Saturday, May 18th, 2019, it's the birthday of a king, happy birthday father, love you boy, Um, yes, episode 83, make sure you're listening to us, make sure you're following on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube, follow us on all socials by the way man, you know we've been cooking up, doing what we gotta do with the socials, at Pod on the Instagram, on the Twitter, and on Facebook, hope all is well with you guys man, Gianni. You're looking good, man. You're looking good. For real. I like the button up. Appreciate Other times, you. it would have been, you know, a Logic t-shirt, Captain Marvel shirt. Man's got the button up. I like that. This is what we're talking about. Growth, Growth. as we like to say. Styling. And for today, I'm excited because we have a very special guest with us, man. This is a young lady that I had met with Wills when we were at the Genius T-Pain event. We were in line. We do a little industry flex. We was in a VIP line. <laughs> yes, I'm on the list. Near, near, <laughs> near the heaters. Everybody was cold on the other I line. know. We had the heaters. That shit was busted. And, you know, Wills and I, for a while, we was just there chilling and enjoying the event. Because, again, shout out to good people at Genius for inviting us out. You know, we was like, yo, bro, we got we to gotta mingle. We got to network. We got to build, as our generation says. And I remember you and I believe Derek. Yeah. Derek Stanley. Shout mm-hmm. out to Derek Stanley. Mm-hmm. You guys was talking, and I was kind of treating it like double dutch, like I'm going to try to jump in. Hop in, yeah. And we jumped That's in. What you got to do. We had a good conversation. And then after following you, I realized, oh, snap, she's a writer. Ding, ding, ding. Writers support writers. And this young lady has been cooking up and doing her thing on Billboard with Genius. Coming fresh from graduating Syracuse University. Yay, alumni. But when it comes to the writing and the interviewing... Reggie, what's your full name, by the way? My name is Regina Cho. Regina Cho. Reppin' Jersey. Reppin' Jersey. You know what I'm saying? Young. She's been killing it <laughs> with the interviews for Billboard, interviewing well, the likes you. of PNB Rock and others. Ooh. What's going on, beloved? What's new? What's up? Thank you so much for having me. I love the way we met because, like, you hear stories like that all the time. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I met him at, like, an event. and But, like, you got to do what you got to do. You have to, like, yeah. talk, speak up. Like, hey, I'm this and this, uh, I work here. And now, look, we're on, like, a podcast. Here, yeah. So you, you, and, and you in Westchester. You in the 914. I know. I came all the way out of here. <gasps> Wait, can I, can I mention something real quick? Yes. So, I haven't been, this is the first time I made this trek out here. And I don't mind. I love, you know, doing the public transportation shit. But like they didn't check my ticket. Like, oh, you blessed. Day? You blessed. No, but like, is that? No, it's rare. It's like the same way people on Twitter be like, "Yo, retweet." So why this I have to buy a up. ticket? Just for the sake of because nine times out of ten your ticket's normally checked, oh. and if you don't buy a ticket beforehand, the conductors charge you more on board. So like they charge you double for like getting here from Fordham is like a four dollar four twenty five ticket. Yes, round trip was eight fifty. I dropped eight fifty yeah. for the shit. But. Hey, <laughs> hey, but I I really appreciate it though because for a while we've had guests that we've met in the city and recorded and it was dope. A lot of people that aren't from Westchester or visited Westchester treat this as if we're like three, four hours away. They're like, yo, you in Westchester? Nah, fam. We oh, can't. No. I definitely feel that because like I said, um, I still live in Jersey, but I work in Manhattan. I've yeah. worked there for like eight summers or whatever. Yeah. So I know that like the commute is like, 
I could get to what I know. I could get to Manhattan quicker than someone from the Bronx, and people don't get that. Yeah. And West has the same thing. Like it's yeah. a quick commute. Like, yeah, relax. and that's what I tell people. And I, and I tell people a lot that like for us in Westchester, we are willing to go anywhere in the city. Like that's just what we do. Like from Manhattan to even Queens, we go. Man, we'll hop on the Metro North, and then we go on the subway, or if somebody got the whip, we drive down. Yeah. But you tell somebody, even it's from the Bronx, the, the motherfucking Bronx, like. There's sections of the Bronx that's literally intertwined with Westchester. They're like, nah, fam, I don't that's know. That's that New York pride, though. Oh, my talking, gosh. So. Suck my dick! <laughs> <laughs> but for real, I'm very happy that you came up, man, and to talk with us. So we have a lot to talk about. We do. For real. This. We, picked the, we just landed on the perfect I swear week. to God, yo, we did because this week, especially Thursday, was really the first of 2019 in which, and that's no disrespect to the artists that drop new music, but it's like, Folks dropped music that all of us was going to care about. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, no disrespect to those that did, but this is different. This hits different. But before we talk about that, we need to get into your life story, your career. Again, I know you're a young lady that's thriving and striving, (laughs) and you're from Jersey, (laughs) but what were your earliest memories with hip-hop? What made you get into the culture? Oh my gosh, people ask me this. I really should have like a good answer prepared because, yep. like, but like I always just ramble because it's like all mixed hey. together. But my earliest like memory that I can like actually think of is like, you know how like some people could say like their parents put them on or whatever, yeah. like their dad was sing- listening to Jay Z growing up and shit. Mm-hmm. But I can't say that because I found hip hop on my own. My parents were not listening to that shit. They were, mm-hmm. my dad was more like, like soul music like stevie wonder the temptations that type of shit so that's really big in my household too but so hip-hop my brother he's two years older than me okay he was playing nba live 2005 oh that's perfect and the soundtrack i was just like yo what what the fuck is this so i just i i'm not gonna like pretend i I know how to play like 2k nba live i was just sitting there next to him and just it just like it hit like the yeah. soundtrack hit like Mad mm-hmm. Joe Budden and like yep. oh my god and like Fat so, Joe perhaps, yeah when fabulous. you go what? when you go online and look up those soundtracks now it's crazy like Stats. what the fuck Cam like all that and they used to actually make records by the way like I've been a gamer all my life sports gamer in fact so I played a lot of NBA Live on the PS2 and PS1. Shout out to all of us that didn't have a memory card back in the day. Oh, my God. So we had to leave the PlayStation on. On. <laughs> and when Mom Deuce turned it off, that was the only time you ever thought about initiating violence on Mom oh Deuce. Love goodness. you, Mama, but I just got to tell the truth. Um, yeah, those soundtracks are hidden. And it's because they actually used to make records for the so- like for the video game. Nowadays, it's just, yo, you just take whatever song it is that's hot and you put it on a soundtrack. But, like, for NBA Live, folks used to actually be like, yo, I'm going to rap about NBA Live. I'm going to rap about basketball. So, hey, I feel you on that. I was in the same boat. Yeah, I just, like, I don't know. I just remember that. And, oh, my God, I'm going to just, like, slip this in there. But, like, so it's crazy. I love, like, full circle life moments because Mm -hmm. one of my favorite pieces I ever wrote so far was, oh, my God, when did it come out? I don't know. I think last September for Mm -hmm. Genius, formerly known as Rap Genius, but Genius. Yep. Um, I've always been fascinated with like how like hip hop and like 2K and NBA like because of my memory like first memory with hip hop. So I've always had this idea like I want to do something on it, but like why would I do it? I don't even play the game. There's guys out here that know more about the game and hip hop than me. Mm-hmm. But I've always had that in the back of my mind. I was like I'm so like this is such a cool relationship between the two. Mm-hmm. And then Genius, I interned there over the summer, and then I always mentioned it. I pitched that idea, and they're like, yeah, that's cool. Work on it, whatever, whatever. And then a 2K sponsorship came to mm. Genius. Like they wanted to do something with Rap Genius, and then, um, and then they hit me up. They're like, "Oh, you always mentioned it. So do you want to write it?" So it was literally like a branded post um, about like the analysis between um, 2K soundtracks and hip hop. And we mm-hmm. researched. Well, they have a knowledge team. I didn't do all of it. I'm not gonna take all the credit for it, but there they have go. like a whole knowledge team that put together charts, graphs how many appearances, and we did like a whole article on it, and it was fire, and like, if you click on it, it says presented by 2K, Genius Saga, oh my god, it was so great. That's dope. It was, like, real. and so I just never knew, like if you told me that at age like 10, that you'll be doing this one day, and you'll be getting like paid for it and shit, I would not believe you, but yeah, that was a really cool moment. I, I, I feel you on that because, again, like, like, like I told you before, like I'm somebody that's been embarking on a career in media. So whenever I meet somebody that's on the come up as well and they work in, 
instantly it's like, all right, uh, I favor this person. I'm rooting all the way. And I'm also somebody that's like a student of the game. And you're a writer like I'm a writer. So even though, yeah, I'm coming from sports, you come from music, anything that you write about and I see certain things that you do and use, again, as a student of the game, I'm going to try to take and apply it. You know what I'm saying? And the one thing about your pieces that I like is I just like how they're pretty detailed. I think they're very concise. I think it's very in order. And I think in a way you have this early ability of, and it's funny because I was talking about it with, uh, with with Gianni and his lady before the show. How like a lot of rapper interviews, I don't like reading or watching mm-hmm. because rappers barely talk. They do. They and barely some, talk. But sometimes though, when you read a dry interview, it's like in person it was fire, but it just yeah. doesn't translate into text. Mm. Sometimes I'll be listening back to like um like really fun interviews I did, mm-hmm. and then I transcribe them and I look at it on like Google Docs. I'm like, this does not yeah. capture how lit he was, but. But unfortunately, most interviews I've seen have been, I've actually seen (laughs) instead of read. So it's just different scene. But just to get back to you, you have been able to get the likes of a P&B Rock or some of these other artists that I may have heard once or twice. And they actually talk. And I see it. I'm like, all right, they're actually talking. So I'm like, the questions must be great. You made them comfortable because I'm somebody that's interviewed a lot of people as well. Mm -hmm. And in sports, I've had to interview athletes after mother freaking tough losses, crazy stuff. And they don't want to talk to me already. So I know if I'm able to talk to you, Pimp, and this is like the final game of your career, Mm -hmm. something had to hit. So that's what I wanted to say about you, which is, again, like, you get these guys to talk. It's very consistent, very concise, and it's very dope. And I also just wanted to just ask, like, you know, what, what made media attractive to you? What made you be like, you know what, I want to get into the media game, regardless of what it is? I think, like, I have to give, like, the corny answer. Like, I just, like, kept, like, I couldn't escape it. Like, I didn't know this was in the plan. I've always wanted to do it, but every time I try to do something else, like, something that pays better, something more stable, like, an internship came up that I, like, chased and I got it. And, like, so I got my start um, in high school just hitting up this random guy. He had, like, a blog, and I was like, can I write this album review for you? And he was like, okay, like, who are you? Okay, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I would put my homework aside and um, I'll write like a Kanye album review, submit that, mm. blast that over Twitter. People actually read it, retweeted it. Which like, album? Do you remember the album? Um, it was Life of Pablo. I okay, think that was like a, my first. That's a good start. And then, um, I don't know, I just kept doing it, built up those clips. The source was looking for interns. I pulled up to the office with my clips. I was like, nice. I want to intern. Um, it was unpaid. I was working at Dunkin' in the morning. Nice. Then taking the train, going to the source, working there till five. Um, so like just that like I never I didn't plan this shit it just like kept happening and then for Billboard um actually DM'd one of the editors on some polite shit you know like shoot your shot shit I was like I love your work I I wasn't faking anything I was like yo this man's work is great like um so I just like shot my shot I was like are you guys looking for interns and he was like I'll ask or whatever but um and then eventually later on someone gave me a shot and just, I don't know, it just kept naturally, like, opportunity kept popping up. And then as I kept doing it, I'm like, yo, I love this shit. Like, I have to do this for the rest of my life. Um, mm-hmm. Not, like, the actual job as a contributor. I mean, like, talking to artists, yeah. being in music, um, them trusting me to help tell their story. Yeah. So that someone, some random person is going to read that story and be inspired. That's, mm-hmm. like, what I really want to do. So now that I'm in it, I know this is what I want to do. So I'm just, like, going to keep going. And what you were saying about how, like, we're young and we're, like, you know, hustling and stuff. I love meeting people like this because then later on down the line, like, we're going to be the ones Mm -hmm. in charge, like, the bosses or whatever. So we got to form relationships now, like, build across instead of just networking up. Mm -hmm. And and it's just important, too, to just understand how to, like, work with people and even help people out already. Like, that's one thing I, I love about whether it's with Foresight, something that's up and coming, to any other thing, it's... If you just learn how to work with other people and you learn how to just spread the word and build those connections, it gets much easier to when you get to the next level and a level above that to just help out. You know, it's like that that saying, what is it like each one teach one? It's like it's important to do that because that's just really what it is in 2019, man. Like, yeah, folks want to talk about family. Oh, you the bro, you the sis. Look, man, F all that. I, I need connections. What we what we talking about? You know, how can I help you? How can you help me? Like, that's just what it is. But when you're able to get 
a true connection, but more so a friend. Yeah. I think it's dope. Like honestly, this may sound random, but I think even for for me and you, I think we could be building and starting not only a dope connection but a dope friendship because it's like that's yo. More no, that's more important. Mm-hmm. It's like when I don't know when it's just a connection. That shit gets kind of like I know everyone says network is the most important part, and I agree. I definitely agree. But sometimes when you meet people and they're just an industry connection or a media connection. I don't know. Sometimes it gets a little like like some people I've met like on some industry shit and now they only hit me up for industry shit. And like sometimes like I know what it is. I know that's why we have a relationship. But sometimes it gets a little like, okay, why are you only hitting me up for that shit? So it's yeah. so important to have that dope friendship. Mm-hmm. So then when I genuinely need something, you'll be like, yeah, of course I'm gonna help you out. Like, yeah, yeah I'll throw you the log. Like that's like way more important so definitely absolutely it is man so shout out to all my friends in the industry (laughs) we gonna get through it you know what I'm saying and when it comes to just hip hop media in particular I think hip hop media has always been um, I think it's definitely evolving but I think more and more it could get a bit more controversial because there's always talks about what are you covering and why you know why are you going to this and that you know and I and I I'm pretty sure I can assume that you you know the outlets that are out there. You've seen how people cover. You've seen how people tell these stories out there. What are your thoughts on just hip-hop media in general? Oh, my gosh. It's a general thought. That's from, a good-ass question. From right? the good to the bad. I, for me, I like hip-hop media today. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I can't be like, yo, I love it. Like, because... To me, what I dislike might be at the same level as what I like. What? What do you mean by that? What I mean by that is, for example, like whether it's your readings or some good articles, maybe from like the likes of like a DJ Booth or to like mm-hmm. the Joe Budden podcast, or even honestly, my favorite piece of media are really the music, the music reaction reviews on YouTube. Like I like okay. those videos because to me, I feel like those dudes consistently are reviewing the music the right way. They're giving their honest opinion, but it's more so informed. But the dislike I like, and I'll say it on the show publicly. So again, let me say this, because Reggie's here. Reggie's not saying this. Arden's saying this. For example, like I don't really rock with DJ academics like that. I don't rock oh. with No Jumper. I don't rock with a lot of guys me like neither. that. Because, <laughs> because I feel like they're doing a lot of exploiting the young rappers. They often report on the wrong things. They incite violence. It's, it's a lot of street stuff, and they just do it for the sake of just clicks. Mm-hmm. That's his lane. Though. Yeah, so I don't really rock with nothing like that. And I've been public saying it. I've been public saying it. Like, I respect Charlemagne a lot, because over the years, he's gotten better. But mm-hmm. some of the things he does in terms of interviewing styles or whatever, sometimes I just don't disagree with it. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like it. So that's what I mean. That's why I'm saying, like, I like it, but I don't think I'll ever love it or be in deep support of it. Mm-hmm. I feel that because I've been thinking about, like, you know how DJ Academics, that's his thing, doing the, like fucking like viral videos like if someone gets arrested he's the first to tweet out the video Mm -hmm. Charlemagne, he's controversial he's loud he has like crazy opinions and like i'm like if i want to make it as an interview because my main thing my main thing that i love i love writing i love editing whatever but my main thing is interviewing i love Mm -hmm. interviewing and i want to do that for the rest of my life and i was like what's gonna be like my thing like why am i special why would people want to listen to me and i'm like do i need like my thing is just like like having integrity and not mm-hmm. being known as someone that just like clout chases and like right. oh I just want a picture with them or whatever. All I like as long as by the end of this I'm known as like how do I put this like has someone that you could just trust yeah. like she won't genuine she won't have integrity. any like um like trick questions for you she just genuinely wants you to trust her and mm-hmm. like help you tell no have me help you tell your story mm-hmm. and just someone that's good to talk to like i'm gonna get you talking and opening up to me that's all i need just being like the one that's like nice and calm yeah. and just you can vent to me you mm-hmm. can, that like i'm i'm fine with that if people like me for that then similar to like i'm looking forward to that like similar honestly to like angie martinez when she was on the radio yeah she just like you like she has integrity like people trust her she's she's like the voice of new york like people, yeah. just by being honest and like not having no tricks up her sleeve like and she's been in the game like so long, so yeah. It's yeah. honestly, it's like again, as, as as a veteran who's done plenty of interviews, you don't need to do all of like the unnecessary stuff in the interview. It's yeah. just be relaxed, in a way, kind of be humble. 
Because the thing too with interviewing, and I guess I, again, like I said, I don't speak from a sports standpoint, but like a lot of us, we have these passes, we get into interviews. Um, the PR people get the athlete or whatever, and they speak to them. And like I see other media members, it's like act all big because like, oh, you got to talk to me. It's like, yo, fam, like you're not supposed to do that. Like, mm-hmm. just go up, be humble, be cool about it, and ask them some dope ass questions. And yeah. if you're able to do that, you're gonna get a bomb ass interview. Like. Yeah. I got, I mean, look, the only negative to interviewing is the transcribing I have to do. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I hate transcribing interviews. I've been One trying. One day we're going to get big enough and we're going to have like a little like intern that's coming up do it for us maybe, but I don't know. Actually, I don't know if I trust people to transcribe my interviews. No, I do yet. my own. Tra- cause I do my I, own too, but I don't I know. try to use like certain websites. Oh no, it never works, ever. It doesn't. You're right. Like I've tried to I don't use... think it ever, I don't think they'll ever have a system that will work because you just, it just has to be a human ear. Like to be honest, that's what I've learned. Yeah. But, and they also be like, well, you know, was there background noise? Nine times out of ten, yes. So then it, it comes out and then like. You might see like three words you recognize out of a ten word sentence, but yeah. transcribing, yeah, that that damn intern of mine. When I get one, oh, oh pal, you gonna have to listen to every word, and I hope your retention span's good. Mm-hmm. I hope you can able to type and go along quickly as you can. Mm-hmm. But look, it's time to transition. God damn it, we got new music to review. Ooh. I can't wait, man. We gotta give a huge thanks to my freaking DJ Khaled, Megan The Stallion. Tyler, Chance with the new single. Hey, man, I'm going to go ahead and play me a little something, something. I got to play my go-to record out of all the joints. Excuse me for the little... Power on. You are now... (laughs) Enjoy. This is not an ad. But this record (laughs) that we about to play, man, this is honestly has been my go-to, man. And I know people might be like, oh, why are you playing that record? That's so expected. Look, man. This is my freaking higher record. Oh, Khaled, Nipsey, and, and John. I'm playing this on Saturday morning with the kids when they clean the crib. Yup. This joint hits, boy. God damn it, man. Rest in peace, Nipsey, man. Y'all seen the video? Video. It's gonna remind you how much we miss Nipsey. I know. They say like he's like an angel. Yeah. Like it. It, it reminds you of how much that we miss Nipsey, man. Just to hear the first, man. Goddamn, boy. Marathon continues, goddammit. Real, boy. But I'll give you the chance to pick which album you want to start with first. Oh, my God. And of course, you guys are more than welcome to join in. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. We're it, a family here. It would make sense, like, to talk about Khaled because we just like played. Yes. All right, let's do it. We go on Khaled. You go. Kick oh it off. Oh my gosh! I don't Father know. Father on the side. Oof. What we doing? How <sighs> we rolling? I don't know. Damn. Trash? You saying it's trash? No, it's not. <laughs> no, you're gonna get me in trouble. Um. I don't want to hurt your man. You was just with him. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I was up in forty forty. Ha! He was live at forty forty. No, but. I don't know. I we don't know. You heard it through the ears with the man. Here's another thing too with Reggie, man. Reggie's super genuine, dope writer, but industry Reggie is here. She is uh, in the building. Okay, can I read a tweet? Live in effect, yo. Mans was up with Khaled at the party, mm. living it up. So she might have heard higher different than us normal folks did. She might have heard that a holy mountain different. That shit does sound better in the club, to be honest. Like the that album. Well, okay. This is how I feel about Khaled. And this is a tweet by, oh, I gotta give him the credit, Romero CCXVI. That's his Twitter okay. name. All right. He goes, <clears throat> Khaled's albums be sounding like when your six year old dress theyself and leave the house in a jersey, a cape, cowboy boots, and them incredible Hulk fists. Mm. So, I don't know. Like Khaled, he's a legend. Okay. He's an OG. Oh, you must setup. respect him. This is this is the respect before the disrespect. No, 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 okay, dis- no right. disrespect. He's okay. a he's mm-hmm. a genius. Like he's made it as far as he has because he's a genius. He's able to shake shift and do whatever the industry is. No, no, not not like following the industry, but yeah. adapt to like how mm-hmm. he could stay relevant and like use his talents for good. So he's OG. I respect him, and the album was great. But I just like I can never feel. 
like the cohesiveness oh. of an album. Oh, that will never happen. I know. So that's why. And my <laughs> biggest thing with albums, I love when they're glued together and they, of course, they like flow. Like of like course. Bryson Tiller's project was literally. You don't know when one song ends, and I love mm-hmm. that shit. That transition, like transition from mm-hmm. song to song. So that's my favorite thing about an album. I guess that's why I can't get into like super into DJ Khaled's albums ever. Of course. But each song is a hit, and each song is like he puts the pieces together. That's what he does. Yeah. So, yeah, I thought it was fire, but I, I'm not really like, oh my god, yeah. like, they make Khaled. Yeah, like, know, that's so. the thing about a Khaled album. Like, Khaled albums are determined by the success of certain songs. Mm-hmm. This Khaled album is different because he didn't put out a record before the album, but that was because Hire was supposed to be that record, but with Nipsey's unfortunate passing, they, they, they just pulled it back, but... Side note, shout out to Khaled for deciding to uh, promote, not promote, pause, for uh, giving away and saying that to Nipsey's family, 100% oh, yeah. of the proceeds from that song will go to the That's kids. the right thing to do. Right thing to do. Just, just like it was the right thing to do to not put out the song or the video, you know, way to not clout chase or try to take advantage of the moment. But, um, but honestly, from like, when I look at this album... I would say for me personally, I think it's a step up from, I think, what was the last joint? Grateful? I think it's better. Um, higher, my favorite record from it. Not because of the, just the, the Nipsey element, but because John smoked that record. Yo, John Legend is yeah. my favorite. Okay, Stevie Wonder is all time, all time GOAT. Yeah. But my favorite singer is John Legend. And yeah. he always kills everything he does. Yeah. So I agree. Yeah, so favorite like, part. John bodied it. And I'll also say too, like some of the other records on this project are gonna stand out. Mm-hmm. My freaking wish, wish with Cardi and Twenty One. Mm-hmm. That's gonna go crazy this summer. Mm-hmm. Um, goddamn, I would say just us with SZA. You know that's gonna go. And the album starts off with a Buju sample. The, yeah. The ones with yep. mm-hmm. Yeah. So it starts off crazy. Weather the storm with Meek and Lil Baby goes. Mm-hmm. But oh man, this Thank You by Big Sean. Tough. I love Big Tough. so much. Hey, obviously, folks know you've been listening to the show, goddamn. We've had a long running history with Big Sean on the show. Why? What, what do you guys say about slander that? And, and, and bigging up. Um, but if anybody's back on the Big Sean bandwagon, goddamn it, it's me. Mm-hmm. I've had my seat back. I'm in the middle row, high fiving everybody. Sean, we rolling, baby. This is great. You know, you survived the, 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 the headshot Janae tried to give to you on Trigger. Mm-hmm. We here. And he still came out with a W because she posted here. a picture. And exactly. All, right. Sean Don. That's how you have to do it. You have to Don. stay respectful. Just yes. know your truth. And boom, you're going to win yes. every time. And Detroit. Yes. Top 10 mixtape of all time. I mean, my favorite. Not top 10 of all time, but like my. Son. Okay, I thought you were about to like. Detroit. Oh, okay, okay. Boom. Mm-hmm. Hard. Yes. Sir. But yeah, I feel like with this Cali uh, album, again, it's like what, what you said. It's never going to be cohesive because it's just a big gumbo. You know, pie Ooh, or whatever. Okay. It's like that. Okay, okay, okay. But if the records hit enough, then it hits enough. The one thing I didn't like from this album though was putting No Brainer and Top Off on the album. That was weird to me. I didn't like that. Mean? That that to me is a cheat for streams. Like come oh. on, Cal, you know, that's a streams mm. cheat. No Brainer was, uh, No Brainer was probably a number one record last year. Gianni, I don't think I'm on realistic saying that. No Brainer with Bieber, Chance, and Quavo. Had to have been number one or damn near close to it because I was a record of the summer last year. But that's not a surprise when the Go Beavers are I hate that song. Um, <laughs> like, it just sounds so pop. Oh, like, that's the one? So pop. Oh, Wait, what's the, the one, other baby. song that they had? Uh, the Chance to be I'm the one? Yeah, I feel like it's just he always has like that one song that sounds like that and he throws it on there. Hey, mama. hey yo, shout out to Bees, man. My dog back. Yeah. Him and Sharon, man. That, that, that I don't care record. That was hard. But yeah, with this Khaled <laughs> album, this Khaled album I thought was solid. I thought it was better than Grateful. Solid. Um, you, it sounds like you have your, do you have your records with Khaled album? What do you mean? Like what? your records that you think is going to be your go-to. Like, all right, if I revisit Father of Asada. Not yet, that. honestly. Okay. No, I wish I had more time to listen to it. But yeah, overall solid, but not completely blown away. That's my like final, like, you know, mm-hmm. if I could package my opinion in one sentence. Yeah. I also think it was good for Khaled because, again, like, Khaled's always been the dude that has the big single or singles before projects. So, like, even when I think back to recent years, there was the joint with uh, Wild Thoughts with Rihanna and Bryson, oh. For Free with Drizzy, 
Um, just plenty of those records. So I would say for him, this album should do pretty well because of the fact that, hey, it's actually a pretty solid album. Um, he had huge names on it. Huge names on it. I think the features really connected well. Um, the, oh, here's another complaint. And this is where the OVO fan comes out. Khaled, Mother freaking freaking you should have had Drizzy on it. <laughs> that should have had Drizzy on it. That's a Drizzy record. You ain't gonna have a mother freaking genuine sample. Freaking you, he gonna put a Lil Wayne and Gunner on it. Nope, oh, not yeah. doing it. <laughs> not doing it. That's Drizzy. Mm-hmm. My man could have hit you with a couple. Yeah, yeah. And give you <laughs> a little 10 bar, 12 piece. You know, my man already told y'all he gives y'all a little 10 piece because it's nothing. You know what I'm saying? But y'all wasn't listening to Going Bad, but I listened. OVO Flex. Six, six, six. Next album. <laughs> Next album. I mean, I can't wait to talk about this because I'm in love with her, man. Talk about the Stallion. Woo! Fever. Oh, my shorty. My shorty. My shorty and I was FaceTiming last night. And she's like, oh, I see you wearing what you wearing, huh? Because I had, I got on my childish game being on bougie bag. So I had on the above the knee cargo shorts. Living, above the knee. Button yeah. up. Sperry's on to feel, get, make sure my whole site was complete. And she's talking like, oh, it's going to be a stallion summer. Pause. Mm-hmm. Pause. Mm-hmm. We praise faithfulness in this relationship. I don't know yeah, what you mean by stallion summer. But... If you do, baby, hey, just act like you act like Stallion does when she was rapping on Pimpin', bro. Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my Yo. god. Oh my god. Hold up. Sorry for the audio again of the speaker. I got a fever was hard. Fever was hard. Oh my I can't, I can't Wait, are you about to play a record or are we about to talk about it? We're gonna talk about it. Okay, so while also playing it in a little she's bit. She's been bubbling. <laughs> she's been bubbling all year. And I know everybody's enjoying her. Mm-hmm. I, I see you love the album, but I cannot even describe how it makes like women feel. Like it just like it's not even like, oh, she gives us confidence. It just like she just like unlocks something in us that is just oh my god, I cannot quick question before yes. I let you continue. Yes, is yes. this Cardi 2.0 without it being Cardi like, like without that. it being exactly like Cardi but in terms of like the empowerment the ability to go extra ratchet and just be free is this like Cardi 2.0 cause I think it's like Cardi 2.0 I don't without know without it being Cardi though yeah cause I just don't like com- cause they're both yeah and, and we even and we spoke about it on the show too like we don't want them to compete we're not trying to do that but it's just like a reference, like yeah, I would say so. I'm saying how we felt when we were, for, were watching women, her level up. Yeah, I yeah, feel yeah. like they're exactly. The, I mean, Stallion and Cardi are clearly not the same or similar, but they're similar in regards to the fact that they have elevated the average woman's confidence, confidence, and yes. freedom. So that's what I'm saying. Cardi's yeah. point. That, it's just like yo, like you listen to Meg's album, and let's say like a guy just curved you last night that you shot your shot. Like Meg's album makes you like not care about that shit. You're like, okay, whatever, his laws. Like, and then boom, you press for like, like, oh my gosh, like every song is amazing, and she's actually rapping. Like she, she went rap bar for bar with the baby. Like mm, I'm just like, that's true. I'm just like, she just she did the damn thing. Like she just did it. Like the baby's. I'm so happy for too. her. Like. I'm so, like, I don't know. She's just, she's here to stay. Like, I'm just so hyped right now talking about her. Like, she killed that shit. She's like, that I'm so happy for her. That baby right hard. That's like crazy. Even the album cover's good, too. The album cover's so crazy. No. I like, no, no, she's just, she's here to stay. Like, Bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing. He say he hungry, this pussy the kitchen. Yeah, that's my doll, he gonna sit down and miss it. Call him a chicken. I am listening. Bitch, I'm a star, got these niggas wishing. Megan, I'll do anything you tell me to do. I'll do anything you tell me to do. He's just going crazy. He's just going crazy. He know he's giving his money to Megan. He know it's very expensive to date. This is wild, like. She's just going off at a pace where, with this project too, I also enjoy the Southern influence. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed the little anecdotes in between songs. I enjoyed the Juicy J references. And this is like her second straight, really dope album. Because the other one, I think, was Tina Snow. That did too. Mm-hmm. Let me go to that. that but was now she has like 
all the eyeballs on her, all ears listening. And she had all this pressure, like, okay, what's she gonna do? And boom, look at this shit. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, she, she, amazing. Did. she did. She did. And she really rapped with the we, we big fans of Baby on the four side. Oh my god, I, I think he's my favorite like new rapper, like newish rapper. If Lil's was here, he'll tell you that we think him and Skunna for Vegas, mm-hmm. his signing, we're, we think like they're the best duo. Him and Skunna, both up, both up, like that joint is go crazy. But freaking, freaking goddamn Megan really lived up to the hype. With this she one. did. She um, did. I'm very proud of her to do it Absolutely. because it's very common for a lot of artists to either release a body of work too soon or just not live up to the hype. Mm-hmm. And she was at risk to where she could have done both, like, cause it's just like she's popping off. But it would have been like, damn, son, like, you popping off, but now you want to give us the body of work? Like, you don't want to cook up a, a little bit more, maybe do, like, a little tape. But she gave us the debut album. Oh, yeah, she's like, I'm here. Like, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. And I feel as if that, forget just saying female rappers. I think she's just one of the better rappers, she period. She can actually spit, like, she's actually She's one of the better spit. rappers, period. I've been on record saying this, like, Let's not do the whole oh just with women. No, she's she raps better than a lot of dudes. Seriously. Oh yeah. She raps better than a lot of motherfucking dudes. She's consistent with what she does. And this is something that I could really follow and support. Cause she's that dope. I think this the I even think even with just using southern music, the Juicy J references, like I said, mm-hmm. the Texas slowdown. Sound, you know, which you know, again, of course, my freaking DJ Screw, Michael Watts. People know I love Texas. I got family in Houston. I visit a lot. I, I love Houston for real. I'm so scared to visit South the South no, because, like, no, 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 no. I want to, but like, I just know I'm gonna eat so much. Oh yeah, and just like be so like my favorite ice cream like place. love and stuff. I'm not gonna want to leave. My like that's why I'm scared to visit. Place. My favorite ice cream place in the entire world is in Houston. Street. Yeah. Um, Texas and Atlanta. I'm scared to visit because I'm never gonna come back. So. Atlanta. I've been bugging her to take me to Atlanta. Like, let me visit your family. <laughs> Don't just wait for them to come up to New York. <laughs> she like, no. But yeah, I, it's. I felt like with me, and she really just did a great job balancing both acts and mm-hmm. really keeping it there. And she's somebody too because it's such a lazy argument or a lazy point. People say before I pass this to you. People will be like, oh, you know, rappers just talk about the same thing and they say this and that. My response is always, I'm cool with the rappers that can, yes, technically rap about the same thing, but they do it differently. They do, do it differently. Like, terms of her. like, I think with Megan, like, a, a big topic for her could be, I mean, sex, sexual appeal, sexual situations with whoever she's... She, Sex with her sexual. <laughs> what was she sexing yeah. with? Um, just the independence, the money, being the baddest chick, and I don't have a problem with her rapping about it because I felt like so far with these last two projects, she's given it to me in different ways. Yes, she's given it to me in different ways. Yeah. She's kind of pushed it. She's made it unique, and the productions has been on point. That's why I'm like fine with it. I don't need her to be like, yo, rap about that's her sexually, lane. like that's her and lane. then be like, oh, rap about your college life. Like I don't yeah, like that. that. Like just that's what she's great at. And like you said, she keeps every song is yes, like the overarching topic is that. But like she's been doing it. Like she's clever about it. She switches up her flow. She has like different bar. Like she's she's killing it. Like just let her do her thing. It's like it's in the name too. It's in her freaking stage name. So and she says shit like. I don't know what she said. She was like, pussy finger looking good. Like, he put Old Bay in it. Like, who come up? who's coming up with that? Like, just let her do her thing. She's killing it. Let, like, let's go. Let's go. Like, she's a freak, man. Meg the Stallion summer. Meg the Stallion She's a freak, man. Freak, man. Yeah, but like, but like, my thing is like, like, she's just, I don't know. I'm just so happy she's here because like, we're going to watch all these girls. I mean, I, like I said, men are enjoying her too, but like, this summer, you're gonna watch all these girls feeling empowered, like having mad fun. Like, I don't know. I'm just like so happy. But my shorty, yeah. my shorty can have fun. But if she, if you're cuffed, have I, fun with your man. Like, bring him to the party, wild out to make the set. Like, let's go. Like, let's her, all have a good time. I told she, her multiple times. I bet not see you on my timeline. Because <laughs> if I do, 
I'm doing a Tyrese. What more do you want from me? Oh, yeah. nah. <laughs> We're all about to have a good ass time this summer. I said, I best not see you on the timeline. But for this last album, and I feel like this last album out of the three when it comes to public perception, I feel like this might be the quote unquote most controversial one. And that's my freaking Tyler's, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Igor, Org, but nothing ever goes wrong for me when I hear this. You can't tell me any wrong with Tyler. Um, as Tyler proves me, which I would gladly <laughs> accept, um, I started off not really messing with Tyler the Creator. I've been telling people this over and over. I started messing with him after Cherry Bomb. Flower Boy really drew me in. And I'm just somebody that I roll with him. So I've accepted all of his musical endeavors. And for while people may get mad at this album or feel differently because he really went out of pocket, I'm not mad with records like this. I'm, not, I'm throwing this on the crib. I'm throwing this on in the crib. I'm throwing this on when I'm taking my walk. Trying to figure things out when I'm in my emotional bag. I'm doing all of that. So I don't, I don't get it. I really don't get it. I, I really like this album, honestly. I really like this album, and I think when it comes to an artist like Tyler, um, you kind of just got to go into the listening experience just anew. You can't be like, yo, I'm going to go in because of what you gave me last time. Like Artists like him that has really grown a lot, you got to just be able to just know like each body of work is something new. So you got to take it for what it is there. Mm -hmm. If you're somebody that really liked the likes of Flower Boy and Cherry Bomb or even things way before that, this album could shake you up if you just think he's going to stay in that lane. And people say, like, they want artists to change all the time. And that's what he's doing. He's growing mm -hmm. as an artist. And, like, I'm not saying him and Mac make the same type of music. I'm not saying that. But he reminds me of Mac Miller. Tyler Creator reminds me of Mac Miller in the sense that, like... Go ahead and say, I, I think I know where you're going. We... We grew up on that. Like, they came out while we were in high school. We're mm -hmm. like, yo, they're so dope. We love what they were doing at that time. Mm -hmm. We grew up with them. And they're maturing so much. This is such a, like, a his sound grew so much. And mm -hmm. he's getting more mature with it. Like, the production has changed. When you see Tyler, when he first came out, all future shit, you know, like, gang, oh my God. And now, like, you gotta be, like, you're, like, I'm proud of him. And I'm so happy. Like, this, this album, like, I like it. It sounds amazing. Mm -hmm. He wowed me. And he's just maturing. And so, like, people say, like, oh, like, you put out the same shit. You're not growing. Like, okay, like, now this is what he's doing. So, like, mm -hmm. like that's what it is. So, hey, I fuck with it. When Heavy. Mac made this song, because I love the Divine Feminine. Oh, my God. When he made this song. Uh, with Ty in it. Oh, like, come on. Like, this is growth. Like, this is Yeah, really they're growing. Growth. We're growing with them. And that's why I love. get mad? Like, when he made this, What? I've been waiting all night for this this is hard, oh my god. This, or really like my favorite song right now. Well, my favorite song by Mac in recent years. Ladders? What? I, I don't know if we're about to do this right now because Mac is like one of my favorite artists. This is my journey here. So, are we going down the Mac rabbit hole or? No, we gonna get out, we gonna be good. This is a growth right here. I know, like, Gianni's feeling good right now, that button up. Oh, I just gotta let this play. I gotta get that little verse. Mm -hmm. This made a playlist. This made at least two playlists for me. Like, this is what we talk about. This is that growth, man. This is that growth. I've been thinking about Mac a lot, man, as I turn 26 next week. I have been. You know, thinking about turning 26. He passed away at 26. That, that, that is resonating with me a lot. That's how I felt last year when I turned 25 and I thought about Tupac. Tupac passed away at 25. Biggie passed away at 24. So it's just things like that, man. But with Tyler, like you were saying, just 
just so much growth. Yes. Like, I don't know. That's why I respect it. Like, you could really hear the growth when you listen to this first project to now. Mm-hmm. We we talk about we want artists to change and grow mm-hmm. and mature. And that's exactly what he's doing in real time. Mm-hmm. We're witnessing him growing, experimenting. And I think, like, just playing, I think it sounds fire. Like, I think mm-hmm. it sounds amazing. So, the music big ups video, to him. The music video for Earthquake, oh. I really liked it. First of all, it had Bay in there. It had Tracy Ellis Ross in it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm watching that. <laughs> I'm watching and it's just, yeah, I'm not going to spoil it. You guys got to see it. But it's a its a good music video. And I think, damn, gee, help me out here. I think my favorite Tyler music video outside of, uh, what's the song with Terry Bomb? You know what I mean? You know, the police man knocking on my door. When they leave, man, they're going to get my wallet and code. And she asked me, my friend said, I don't know. It was on Terry Bomb. That was a good music video. But then he had another good video for, uh, with the Frank Ocean record. Golden rubbers in his pocket. Yeah. On my waist is a black rock. But yeah, that Tyler joint, that video from Cherry Bomb was good. But I'm very happy with all of these albums, honestly. Again, this was like our first big release in 2019 because after everybody and their mother, godmother, auntie, uncle, niece, nephew, cousin, your spirit, garden angel dropped last year, we needed just a slow down portion for 2019. I didn't expect it to be this slow. Okay. <laughs> it was... I like it because as someone who has to cover all these new releases, oh, yeah, yeah. sometimes I need a breather and like it's a mix between, oh my God, I'm so excited all these albums dropping yeah. and then I can't like fully enjoy mm-hmm. it because I'm like, wait, I have to write something up about it. What are the references? What are the samples? Blah, blah, blah. So like, oh, like when, you know how when Schoolboy Q dropped earlier mm-hmm. this year, it was like his I, that was a spotlight on yeah, that. So it was we just could all just like enjoy that. Mm-hmm. But so I like the timing of that. But this, yeah, this was the first big weekend. Yeah. 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 I think I think it was a week weekend last year. It was like November where I felt overwhelmed in a mug. I think it was yeah. who was it? Takeoff's album, Jay Critch, Vince, and somebody else had dropped. Mm-hmm. Metro. Oh. Those four dropped mm-hmm. like within like on the same night, and I said, "How the freak I'm gonna get all of these albums in before Saturday?" You know what I don't like about like having so many projects drop because you know what happens though, like mm-hmm. people on a Friday night or Thursday midnight, they listen to it, then they pick out which songs they love from me, mm-hmm. like oh I love these three takeoff songs from it. And then they throw it on a playlist, and then they only listen to those songs. Yeah. In my opinion, that's what happens a lot. Oh, no, you're right. Not everybody, but that's what they do. But so you're like, right, though. I try to yeah. give each project a, a full listen multiple times. Mm-hmm. Because I, like I said, I, I love studying music, so I want to know the writing credits, who produced. I want to learn about the samples. Like, for Tyler's new joint, there was a video I watched this morning that was like a maybe 10 to 20-minute video just with all the samples. Ooh. That he used, and I loved it too because being a big Drake fan, he uses a lot of samples, and I love that. And I even have like a playlist. I'll show you. I think I still have the playlist on my phone. That's like my favorite Drake samples. Oh my gosh, that would be a long ass. It's a good mix, and this is not the entire thing. Mm-hmm. This, this, that's my favorite. What's your songs. favorite Drake sample record of all time? Just pick one. Don't give me like a list. Pick one. I love this question because um, like he has the best. Right now, it might be 8 out of 10 because it's two samples. One sample is Junior Mafia. It's the Junior Mafia record. It's like a, I know you see me on the radio. True. I know you see me on the radio. And that's the second part. And then the first one is, in the first sample, the main sample is a Marvin Gaye sample. Like, uh, it's not what's going on, but it's another one that starts the song. And it intertwines with the true Jersey about to drop the games in this array. The Marvin Gaye sample goes through with the Lil' Kim Dream Alfred sample going up with it. Actually, I'll play the record right now. Any excuse to play Drake, I'll do it. But um, but yeah, that's like my favorite sample from him. Western Road Flows is a great sample. Mm. But yeah, my this favorite is, it. is um, I feel like it's slept on too. How about now? And oh, you got yeah. that Jodeci sample in there, the oh, yeah. my love belongs to you. Oh my yeah. god. What? Views had a lot of great samples. Oh. My freaking uh, shout out to everybody too that's finally coming around about views, man. I'm happy y'all finally realized it's been aging like fine wine. 
y'all interviews without any real expectations, so that's why y'all trashed it. But we still here. But yeah, this is the who who after this part. Who grips the, mic the Marvin Gaye sample drops. I've never been the type to make amends. If shit was at an eight, we like to Marvin Gaye right here. We like to yeah. The little background. This is Marvin Gaye sample. And then you're gonna hear the little kid dream off. You ready? I tell you hear me out, we both know end of the day. Right here. Yep. Yeah, that's the that's the sampling. <laughs> that's the that's the sampling. Yeah, I got like another of those, but I, I just always like samples. You gotta study the samples. Like people gotta know about sampling and how it goes to writing credits, because a lot of y'all still haven't forgiven ever since uh even though again leak we cool it's been great being the ovo dream chaser again it's been great being the ovo dream chaser oh, I like again that. OVO dream um yeah man you freaking got so many people not knowing that writing credits could be so extensive and so long because everybody has to get credited i know the, yeah. the writers gotta be credited the producers gotta be credited if people were sampled they have to be credited yeah, people blew that out of proportion like honestly but i'm still so mad about that my feelings still got hurt it's all good. We got going bad. Like everything's good again. So. I know, right? Oh man. 2019. Oh man, my man's cooking up for a big summer too. Y'all don't even. Yeah. Who, Meek or Drake? No, no, Drizzy. Oh my god. The Chris Brown even... record he got. I ain't gonna Shout out to no Teddy more. Walton. Produce that shit. He got. Hey, good baby. That joint. Seventeen on my hands. I already know that part already. But yes, I want to talk about Miami being a bad spot for rappers. Miami's a mom freaking place filled with ops and a lot of you rappers going down yeah, there. What the fuck was that? Like, I'm like, we gotta like look closer into that because that's that was a little fishy. Everything that Son, went down. It felt like, like a hundred rappers was arrested at Rolling Loud. Uh, yeah. Wayne was supposed to perform at Rolling Loud. And then he dipped because, yeah, because he was like, you're not, you're not searching my bus. Yeah, <laughs> you're not searching my bus. Uh, young boy got arrested down there after a shooting. His girl got shot. Oh, my God. And what's really sad about it, and that's sad already that somebody got shot and there's people shooting, was apparently the first report came out that his security guard shot the shooter and killed him. So you think, okay, all right, killed the shooter. But then other reports are starting to come out that the security guard killed somebody that wasn't the shooter. So it's like, fam, what does that, that mean that you... Like you bodied up an innocent civilian. And then there was another rapper who was arrested. Then there was a Chicago rapper. I think his name was Hella Bands who got killed out there. Kid oh was only God. 18 years old. Oh my God. And Kodak just got uh, brought back up. He's in jail. Young boy, I think, was just denied bail. And he's going to be in for 30 days. But I say all that to say this. Rolling Loud, Miami... All those kind of places, y'all rappers, before I pass this to Reggie, y'all got to stay safe. Because y'all don't understand that if you somebody that has a history and you performing at these big-ass festivals, the festival organizers often, when they talk with the police, they got to let them know who's going to be there for the sake of, like, security and the fact that they know some of you rappers get in trouble. So they go, of course, they're going to pull up ready to snag a few rappers or two, like... But for real, y'all just gotta be safe. Plus, Miami ain't no. Don't let the palm Miami's trees wild. and sands fool you, bro. Miami's been a. They shot at Ross years ago, if you oh, remember, when he was driving down late. My freaking. Yeah, man, you just gotta be safe. Even Atlanta, too. Like, we love the A, but yo, y'all shot at Offset at his studio. Y'all shot at Thugger's tour bus recently. Like, I know I'm talking in a way that may sound like I'm joking, but like, I'm really not. Like, Folks gotta stay safe and move different. For real, bro. Like, it ain't no joke, man. It really ain't no joke at all. But do you, how do you feel necessarily about Miami enrolling out loud? Especially when it's places like this where rappers do get stringed up a lot. I don't know, because I feel like there's so many festivals that rappers pull up to. Like, what was it about Rolling Loud that was so, like, I don't know. It's just so fishy to me that, like, were they, was it just, like, a trap or, like, why does shit get so crazy for this one? Well, okay, actually, nah. Because it's a hip-hop festival, right? That's mm -hmm. why everyone was like... You already know police don't like hip-hop. I know, but I don't know. Hip-hop police is a real deal. I'm thinking it was a trap, but... Yeah, I mean, thank God it didn't get any worse than it did. 
It's just yeah. weird because it's like it'll be different if this was like a common occurrence elsewhere. Yeah, so I'm saying why this festival? But it's like, this why shit gets so Miami crazy. And why Rolling Loud? Like we oh. don't hear yo at the Governor's Ball, somebody got caught up here, or hey at my freaking Made in America, somebody got caught up here. It's Rolling Loud, and it's where when it comes in bunches like this, you know. But you know, a big thing is again, a lot of y'all need to stay safe. Y'all need to move different. And if you dealing with any weaponry, let your security carry the weapons and register it. <laughs> All right? Especially for a lot of y'all. And let me, I'm going to go on a little rant real quick. A lot of y'all are starting to duck New York City because of the strict gun laws here. Look, and <laughs> register the gun and let somebody else hold that. You feel me? Like, the city shouldn't come under fire because of the strict gun laws. It's like, yo, y'all should have known what happened to Wayne almost 10 years ago. Wayne went to jail because of the gun case in New York. You feel? I'm giving y'all facts right now. So it's just, you got to know where you go and you got to know how to move. And I know for a while y'all want to bring all the homies through. The homies ain't qualified with the gun. Get you a little security. And live life differently, for real. Like, if 6 9 was still out... 6 9 would be broke. Because you can imagine how much money that man had to spend. Mm-hmm. Especially when you saw the videos of him with like 10 bodyguards like just surrounding him. Hey man, what do I know? I'm a civilian. I like to live safe. <laughs> hey uh, man, what do I know? Yeah, because Pops always told me, Arden, if you get arrested, I have no bill money for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not good with jail. No, sir. No, Man. sir. We really have not heard from 6 9 I did not think that it was really going to roll over like this. Like, he would be arrested, but we'll still keep hearing about him. But we really have not heard from Man, him. Man, so. is done for. Like, he's trying to get out by, what was it, September? Because I've been reading the case. He's trying to get out by September because he's been snitching. He's been cooperating. <laughs> but, bruh, even though, like, the young kids may like you, you can't put out no music. You can't even show your face. Mm-hmm. You... You done for, fam. I, I used to have that thought. I ain't gonna hold y'all. Like, I used to think maybe, you know, he maybe raps differently, do the party records. He'll be all right. It's not gonna hit. It's not gonna hit the same. Nobody gonna wanna hear from a rat. Nobody gonna wanna go to shows or even book you at shows and know that, yo, you're a threat. Yeah. People are going you're to come after you. You're not safe at a 6 9 show. You're not safe. And it's tough, man, because my freaking cooter was my joint. But yo, can't do it. Won't do it. For real. Reggie, what has been some of the records besides the new like projects we've been hearing recently that you feel like have been your go-to in like the last month? Ooh. Number one, Shook, the baby. I don't care if that's a typical choice, but all my friends know that's my fucking shit right now. That's hard. I'm going to play it. So the casket drop. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do hey. I? Hmm. I like Ari Lennox on Dreamville. She yes, that I'm mm-hmm. hard. Mm-hmm. She's making like a real. Let good... me ask you a quick question before I let you go. My bad, sorry. Yes, sir. A lot of people feel as if Ari's about to have her scissor moment. Oh, Are yeah. <laughs> no, absolutely, right. yeah. It's just like, make sure. no. Because controls a certified classic. We know this. Just making sure. Mm-hmm. But. Keep going. Um, like, I don't know, because Jacob's my favorite rapper, so I follow a lot of, like, you know, like, Dreamville heads or whatever. Mm. I don't know if it's because of that or if just in general, but everyone has been supporting. Yes, yes, sir. Oh, you were at Dreamville then? No, I saw you pictures. You oh, yeah. <laughs> Industry <magical>. Reggie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, um, like, everyone has been like, oh, shit, this debut album is crazy. Like, it is so good. Um, BMO is my favorite. It is finger licking good. Mm-hmm. Broke with GID. I've been running that album back so much. Um, I don't know. Who else? Shout out to GID who had a dope show in the city. Mm-hmm. My homegirl Manny, she was there. Shout I out to always Ho. no. I always catch GID every show. The one show I don't go to, he brings out J Cole. And did he bring out Ferg? The one show, no, he brought out Ferg. He everybody. brought out Ferg. He brought out Cole. Yeah. Bass. Bass. Yeah. yeah. Boss. Boss. If it's a New York City style. I ain't gonna front. I got a dream. I got a Dreamville shirt, man. I know I'm over your flag, but Dreamville flag might have to come through. I already got a Dreamville shirt. I'm rolling with Dreamville. Mm-hmm. That's my rolling. favorite squad. What else? Keep going. Um, this is. I don't know. This is old. Well, kind of old because everything moves quick. But the album that I run back the most. I don't know if it's my favorite project, but I find myself listening to it so much still. 
is Meek Mill Championships. Oh, girl. I don't know why. That's just like, that's like, I've noticed, like, I I reach for that album the most. Like, it has the most replay value for me out of everything that's come out within, like, I love Meek Mill. I mean, he, but he's not, like, my number one. But, yeah, that, like. Damn good album. Yeah. So, I just, like, has so much replay value. Um, Damn I'm a big Smino fan. Mm-hmm. I'm running that back. I just saw him. He's an incredible performer live. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Lots of good music. Lots of That's good dope. music. I know for me, I know it's just random, but honestly, yo, I like I love Juice World. I do. Oh yeah. I love Juice World. Uh Flaws and Sins is my joint, you know. Wonder and I wonder and I need you and I need you and I want you and I need you good. I love that joint. Feeling I love Juice World. Uh let me run through anything with Georgia Smith or uh Kali Uchi, I'm rolling. Mm-hmm. I will constantly play that. YG got a record for y'all this summer. Oh my god, go I love YG. Yo, don't talk to record. me about YG. Don't not talk because I went to um, school out of state, so like I met a lot of people from all over the country. A lot of West Coast heads. That's their. Ooh, oh my god, I love them. We turn up Duce Palooza. He's pulling up Memorial Day weekend. This one is gonna hit the song too. Yeah. For real, this is gonna hit. For real, that's gonna hit. Uh, I love Khalid. Khalid's my guy. This genre. Super talented. It's your song. Talk is hard. Super, super this talented. This right here, my girl put me on to this song. She was like, I thought of you because. What's your emotional ass? Like this yeah. is what you would say opening verse <laughs> to me if I'm late if I'm late for response back. But when the joint drops though, what? Shout out to Khalid. He's going on an arena tour. Yes, and I'm going. No, but do you know like how that's such a that's a people do realize like that's a big deal. Arena, not some regular tour, an arena tour, and he's probably gonna sell everything out. Like that's oh, he's up. a superstar. I'm the stuff of God. So I'm gonna huh? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, maybe maybe he announced it. Yeah. Let me look at that. Shout out to Khalid. You are doing your thing. You are young. You are so talented. And he looks like he gives great hugs. Oh, that's a fact. <laughs> he does. He probably does. I'm like, look, I didn't give me a hug. I'll take a hug. For real, but yeah, I'll, let me see about this. Because I'll go regardless of who's coming. I'll go, because Khalid is nice. Khalid is nice. Like, he's another artist that's been like, when it comes to bodies of work, he's going to give you a good body of work. Mm-hmm. American team, good body of work. And that has some underrated songs too. Another sad love song, location, coaster, all that stuff. Uh, I roll with. But yeah, when it, when it, outside of that though, I, I, I play a lot of old school stuff too. I play a lot of R and B. What we doing right now? I play a lot of my freaking. I don't know. In the words of Joe Budden, I wasn't outside. I wasn't outside. <laughs> Mom was playing this at the crib. I knew she was either cleaning up or mad at my father. I was rolling. I was in the room. This joint's hard, boy. Case? What? Eight-year-old me already got the vision down. Uh, I felt it. Takes you back. Takes me back. (sighs) This joint. Side note, did y'all like that Jesse Reyes and Black record? Imported? You might have heard it. Is this it right here? Yeah, this is it. Not heard. You might have heard this. I've seen a lot of girls quote this record. <laughs> I have. Instagram caption. Yeah. My name is Black, and sometimes people call me six like I don't mind because they stubborn in my bank account. Yeah, yeah. People, I think people have spoke about this record. I've seen quite a few people talk about this record. Yeah. Yeah, this is, I like this record. It's a cool little record. Whereas, tell me you've heard this record. I feel like you've heard this one in particular. A lot of people was mad at me. This? No, this record I have to play. A lot of people was mad at me because I, I finally caught on late, but. Oh my god, are you about to catch me slipping? Wait, what is this? Oh, you later to me! Ah! Wait, what is it? What is it? No, no, let me see it. 
Oh no! No, I Damn it, freak! I was late. Wait, what? I was still late. I was mad late to this record. Uh, envy me. I should know about this. Once the hook drop, you gonna know this record because you outside. Easy. You definitely heard this record. This is a record, right? It sounds familiar, but yeah, I didn't. Both is mad at me, man. But oh well, it's my life, not yours. But uh, yeah. So much good music. This was a lot of fun. This was a lot of fun. I really appreciate it. Before we sign off, please let the good people know where they can find you. Let them know what you're representing. Mm-hmm. What's up? It's been me talking for an hour about everything. No silent moments because music is amazing. Music is everything. Mm-hmm. So we could talk about it for hours. That's right. Before I head out, my name is Regina Cho. You yep. can find me everywhere. You know, that consistent like screen name so that you can find me everywhere. Yep. Reggie Nacho, R-E-G-I underscore Nacho. It's just my full name with like an underscore yeah. in it. Did you catch yes, that? Yes, People did. are like, why are you Reggie Nacho? But yeah, um, you can find my bylines at like Billboard, mm-hmm. Genius, The Source, Hot 97, whatever. Um, repping good reporting and music, just That's keeping right. integrity. I hope artists, if you, if you want to work with me, I hope you heard that I'm a good person to talk to. Mm-hmm. I won't have no trick questions for you. I just want to know your life story. I want you to gain your trust. And to everybody that listens, I just want you to shoot your shot at your dream. Yo. At the at the girl across the room. Hey. The man you've been looking at your whole life. Please just shoot your shot. Go after your dream. Have confidence. And this has been so much fun. This has Appreciate been good it. For real. This was dope. First podcast appearance. First podcast hit it out the park, man. Yeah. Hit it out the park. Folks, thank you once again for listening. Make sure you're following us on social media at Foresight Pod. Making sure you're listening to us. And of course, man, as we've been saying every episode, because it's only right for the boys up top, for the boys down low. You already know how we rocking, man. Ah, ah, ah. I'll talk to you next.